Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're continuing in Proverbs chapter 21, looking at verses 7 through 14 in the New Living Translation. It reads, The violence of the wicked sweeps them away because they refuse to do what's, what is just. The guilty walk a crooked path. The innocent travel a straight road. It's better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a quarrelsome wife in a lovely home. Evil people desire evil. Their neighbors get no mercy from them. If you punish a mocker, the simple-minded become wise. If you instruct the wise, they will get all the wiser. The righteous one knows what is going on in the homes of the wicked. He will bring disaster on them. Those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need. A secret gift calms anger. A bribe under the table pacifies fury. Again, this is Proverbs 21, verses 7 through 14 in the New Living Translation. And we're going with the title, Peace in the Home, Prosperity in Life, Preparation for Battle. I'll be back to share some thoughts for our time of meditation. This is Hope Scott. I'm your host for 5 Minutes in the Word. Thank you for listening to my daily podcast. You can continue to listen on anchor.fm, but if you subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Tune in Radio, iHeartRadio, or any other major listening platform, you'll always know when a new episode is available. Thank you. Again, this is Proverbs chapter 21, verses 7 through 14 in the New Living Translation. I have written down so many notes, but I'm praying that everything I've written that I'll get to share it so that you can learn as I have more insight from God's word. Verse seven says the violence of the wicked sweeps them away because they refuse to do what is just. And uh, the commentary says what they do is violence and what they refuse to do is justice. So what the wicked Uh, does is violence. What they refuse to do is justice. And God sees and he will judge. And then verse 8 says, the path we walk display who we are. The person on the uh, crooked path, the guilty, walk a crooked path. The innocent travel a straight road. And think about the people who are watching you, who want to emulate your walk. Make sure it's on that straight road and not that crooked path. And thank God, even if you've been on the crooked path and God has shown you through the power of the Holy Spirit and by the blood of his son that, okay, this is not a godly life. Get off the crooked path and go to the straight path. The Holy Spirit will guide you. 
And once you're there, you're walking through a godly walk, like a pure uh, man or woman of God. Verse 9, which is another one of Solomon's joking, seems like, uh, I guess he has, again, lots of experience with this. It says, it's better to live in isolation, separated from your family, than to share the house with a quarrelsome wife. And of course, that could be a contentious man or a contentious woman. And that is a miserable existence, to live in constant conflict. And uh, it's better to often live in a humble living situation and have peace in the house. Again, another Solomon jokes, because that was funny to me when I read it. <laughs> in verse 10, talks about um, that evil, which the evil could be trouble or harm. That evil person is always looking for evil, evil. And their neighbors are not even safe from them. And that is, I mean, we've seen people like that. People who seem to thrive on uh, doing wrong. So that people even in their neighborhood aren't safe from them. Then verse um, 11 talks about the mocker or the scoffer. It's hardened by their rejection of wisdom. While the simple, even though they're naive and inexperienced, they're going to learn wisdom when they see a scoffer punished. The scoffer's punishment serves as a warning for the simple, but the scoffer, though punished, didn't learn the lesson. So we have to make sure when God teaches us, don't have that stiff neck to not want to know what to do, how to change, how to make our life better. The Holy Spirit is our guide, and we thank God for his Holy Spirit. Verse 12 says, uh, don't be envious. When you see the house of the wicked, how full it is of maybe the good things in life, and we're tempted to be, to be envious of it. But when you, we consider it and look at it with an eye of faith, then we see that God will overthrow the wicked for their wickedness. And we can also see a curse upon their homes if we just stop and pay attention. What looks like a, a, a palace to us, like a, a mansion, may not be what all it seems. And we've seen that before, where things are not always, it's like a glass of mirrors. It may seem like it's all that. I like the saying about the uh, grass is always greener where it's watered. So while you're envying someone else's, what someone else has, take care of what you have and don't envy what someone else has. Water your own grass <laughs> and stay there. And then verse 13 says that God will repay those who have a heart for the poor. It says, let's see, those who shut their ears to the cries of the poor will be ignored in their own time of need. So when you see someone who's uh, in need, don't ignore them because God will do the same for you in your time of need. And no one wants God to ignore them or ignore us in our time of need because we've shut ourselves off from others in need. Then verse 14 says, again, Solomon is talking about that bribe he says the gift given a gift in secret might 
avert anger. That's the secret nature of the gift shows that it isn't proper, yet it may calm the anger of an official or a leader. And remember, Solomon's a king. So then since he's talking about this so often, we wonder how many times Solomon or someone in his you know, council has had to take bribes under the table to pacify someone's anger. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We bless you, God. We thank you. We praise you. Thank you for for all that you do for us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for your son. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, who's our uh, paraclete, to go alongside us, to help us, to make utterings for us when our hearts are full and we don't know how to pray. We thank you. And we cast every care we have on you right now, Father. And we thank you in advance for answered prayers. There's need everywhere, but God, there's also praise everywhere. And we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.